It's 1758. The world is engaged in the Seven Years' War. James Cook captained his first long voyage aboard the HMS Pembroke, which was ravaged by death from nutritional deficiencies. At Princeton University, theologian John Edwards publicly received an inoculation for smallpox, and Halley's Comet made its first appearance since being identified. As the comet appeared over the storm-ridden Hawaiian Islands, a prophecy was made. Such unusual occurrences in nature signaled the birth of a great person. The prophecy spread among the Hawaiian tribes, ruled by a chief or ali'i. The ali'i, who were worried this great person might threaten their rule, ordered the death of children born at this time. But one child was spirited away to the big island of Hawaii, where he was raised as a warrior to fulfill his destiny to unite the scattered tribes and form the Hawaiian kingdom. The child was Hawaii's ultimate warrior, King Kamehameha the Great. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, Episode 11, Hawaii's Ultimate Warrior, King Kamehameha the Great. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro. This is our first episode celebrating Hawaii's history during the month of May. Later in this episode, your featured song, Hawaiian Word, My Ancestral Connection, a deeper explanation of the word haole that includes a time when some Hawaiians were considered Howleys, the animated series Dragon Ball, and Hawaii's greatest unsolved mystery. Just want to point things out that this episode is going to be a little different. See, Legends from the Pacific was to spotlight the diverse richness of Pacific gods, the supernatural, and historic figures. I apologize to our listeners who plan on our episodes being less than 13 minutes. But before we get into things, I need to define the word Hawaiians. Now, when I refer to Hawaiians, I mean people born with Hawaiian blood from the race of Hawaiians. It's important to point this out because there are many who claim to be Hawaiian but are not. There's also non-Hawaiians who birth their children in Hawaii in order to claim their son or daughter is Hawaiian because they were born in Hawaii. Sadly, this has gone on for generations and continues till today. Also, when I mean the term locals, this means people who may or may not be Hawaiian, but have lived for generations in Hawaii. As for Hawaiian history, also known as Hawaiiana, many locals, including Hawaiians, have a general knowledge, but not the details. Hawaii's schools are partially to blame, but records were inaccurate prior to the Hawaiian kingdom, also, the Hawaiian language did not have a written language. Pre-Kingdom Hawaiiana was taught through verbal stories or the hula. Once missionaries arrived in Hawaii, they helped create a written language, but omitted what they deemed offensive. Because of this, much of Hawaiiana was lost. As for myself, I am part Hawaiian and other ethnicities that reflect the people who immigrated to Hawaii. 
I was fortunate to attend the private school for Hawaiians only Kamehameha Schools, where I learned Hawaiiana before American history. So this Hawaiiana episode and others are from my education, tells my family told me about our heritage and my own research. Once again, since accurate record keeping didn't start until after the Hawaiian Kingdom was established, we are dealing with fractured facts and bits of Kamehameha's myth, but I'll do my best to present you what we do know about Kamehameha's birth, upbringing, and elements of his campaign. So strap in, because there's a lot to unpack and plenty of Hawaiian words. So now, Kamehameha the Great. The Hawaiian Islands were divided by tribes ruled by an ali'i, who reported to the island's main ali'i known as the Ali'i Nui. Historic documents recorded Hawaiians as bigger people. Missionary records stated Kamehameha was 7 feet tall and around 300 pounds. Historians debate over Kamehameha's actual birth date because the Hawaiians followed the lunar calendar and his age recorded by missionaries doesn't match with the myths or events affiliated with his life. Our opening story was a popular version of Kamehameha's birth, but Haley's Comet did pass in the later part of 1758, so we'll be using late 1758 as the time when Kamehameha was born. Many traditional Hawaiian names were chants or statements, and Kamehameha was no exception. His full name was Kalani Paea Vohi O Kalekini Ke Ali'i Kui Kamehameha O Iolani I Kaivikapu Kaui Ka Liho Liho Kunuia Kea. But it's easier to call him Kamehameha. Now, people are tempted to refer to Kamehameha as Cam for short. This is slightly disrespectful since Cam doesn't sound like Kamehameha. I encountered similar issues with people wanting to call me Cam because my name is Kamuela. I prefer being called Kamu since it's closer to Kamuela. Kamehameha was trained as a warrior on the big island of Hawaii where there's a rock known as the Naha Stone. The Naha Stone has a prophecy that whoever overturned it would unite all the Hawaiian islands. Now to be clear, it's called a stone, but it's more like a slab, and weighs close to 5,000 pounds. It's uncertain how many times Kamehameha tried to overturn the Naha Stone, but he did it when he was 14. He continued training until around 1783, when he was in his 20s, and began his campaign. Because Kamehameha lifted the Naha Stone, he was backed by other ali'i in his campaign to unite the Hawaiian Islands. Crucial supporters to Kamehameha were Ka'ahumanu, British and American traders, Captain Brown, the British settlers Isaac Davis and John Young, and the Kauai Ali'i, Chief Ka'iana, who was my ancestor. Kamehameha had many wives, but Ka'ahumanu was his favored. Ka'ahumanu was very politically savvy and used this to aid Kamehameha. 
Ka'ahumanu became one of the powerful people in Hawaii and arguably the most powerful woman of the Hawaiian kingdom. I've always thought of Ka'ahumanu as Hawaii's Princess Leia. British and American traders are important because they supplied Kamehameha with tactics, warships, and firearms. Hawaiian women at the time were not trained to become warriors, but guns allowed women to participate in war. However, the amount of women that participated is unknown. For the record, Captain James Cook was not killed by Kamehameha, but he was killed for the kidnapping of a Hawaiian ali'i. But that's a story for another time. From Hawaiians interacting with foreigners, we get the Hawaiian word everyone knows, haole or haole. But there's more to this word than many, including locals, are aware of. Many know the breakdown of haole is ha, which means breath. And ole is short for aole, which means none. So haole directly means breathless. This is because the Caucasian's fair complexion made the Hawaiians believe the foreigners were dead people. While many consider it silly that Hawaiians would believe they were interacting with dead people or ghosts, I ask to please consider that Hawaiians are very spiritual people connected with the land and encountered the goddess of fire, Madame Pele. We've spoken about Pele in our first episode and I've possibly encountered her, but my stories are for another time. Now, here's something many locals may not be aware of. The word haole or haole's meaning changed from breathless to mean foreigner or someone not from Hawaii. This played a critical role during Hawaii's whaling age when Hawaiians joined whaling ships for money and started families outside Hawaii. During this time, Hawaiians not born in Hawaii were referred to as haole and Hawaiians born in Hawaii were known as kama'aina. Today, haole's meaning changed to mean white. While people consider haole or haole a derogatory term, I was taught that how you use the word haole or the words before haole determine if haole is a bad word. Growing up, family members would refer to blonde brownies as haole brownies or white chocolate as haole chocolate. I'd also like to point out that each ethnicity did receive a local term or a Hawaiian word so it wasn't singling out Caucasians. And most locals don't concern ourselves with race. To us, it's a descriptor. Kamehameha's other pivotal advisors were Captain Brown, British settlers Isaac Davis, John Young, and my ancestor, Chief Kaiana. These individuals provided tactics, provisions, and warriors. It's very common for Hawaiians to claim they're related to an ali'i or even Kamehameha. However, my family is part of the very few who proved lineage to a Hawaiian ali'i. Because of this, my relatives have been affiliated with Hawaiian affairs and reported about in local newspapers. Now, while Kamehameha was unifying the Big Island, a rival ali'i, Keua Ku'ahu Ula, rebelled, but was quelled by Kamehameha, and the rival ali'i fled to the Big Island's volcano, Kilauea. Kilauea erupted and endangered everyone. Kamehameha cut a handful of his hair and threw it into the lava. Kamehameha's action meant that he now belonged to the goddess of fire, Madame Pele. Pele was appeased and the eruption stopped. Warriors were lost, but Kamehameha saved the lives of many. Kamehameha eventually killed the rebellious Ali'i and the Big Island was his. 
Kamehameha traveled east and conquered the islands of Maui, Lanai, and Molokai. But the most notable battle was on Oahu's Pali, which was known as the Battle of Nu'uanu. This battle for Oahu was the bloodiest. It's said rivers ran with blood for days. Hawaiians called it Kalele Ka'anai. Fractured and conflicting records are unclear about the year of the battle and the motives of the people involved. What we do know is the battle took place sometime during the 1790s, and my ancestor, Chief Ka'iana, was one of the many who died. How many died? The Battle of Nu'uanu's death toll is unknown. But to get an idea, over a hundred years later, in 1898, local construction workers found around 800 human skulls of the warriors that fell during the end of the battle. You see, when locals talk about the Battle of Nu'uanu, they don't talk about it being the pivotal battle of Oahu or that it was the bloodiest fight of Kamehameha's campaign. Locals talk about how Kamehameha pushed his enemies off of the Pali, or how they jumped from its cliffs. Remember, the Hawaiians named this battle Kalele Ka Anai, which means leaping mullet, and refers to some warrior's final decision to jump. I'd like to point out that the Battle of Nu'uanu was fought on the Pali. The Pali was mentioned in our Pele episode and our second episode about Dr. Glenn Grant because it's believed the Battle of Nu'uanu's casualties made the Pali one of Hawaii's most haunted places. With the Big Island, Maui, Lanai, Molokai, and Oahu, Kamehameha created the Hawaiian Kingdom. It would be another 15 years later, in 1810, when Kamehameha is in his 50s, the remaining Hawaiian islands, Kauai and Ni'ihau, voluntarily joined the Hawaiian kingdom, fulfilling Kamehameha's prophecy. Think about it. That was 1810. Beethoven composed for release. P.T. Barnum was born. And beer lovers celebrated the first Oktoberfest. As for Hawaii's flag, Again, there's uncertainty, but Kamehameha designed it with the assumed help of members from the Royal Hawaiian Navy who were formerly of the British Royal Navy. Hawaii's flag looks like America's flag, but with eight stripes representing the eight Hawaiian islands, the Big Island, Maui, Koho'olawe, Lanai, Molokai, Oahu, Kauai, and Ni'ihau. Instead of stars in the flag's corner, there's the United Kingdom's Union flag. Now you might have noticed I said the island Koho'olawe and wondered when that was added. Well, it's sad, but Koho'olawe is commonly overlooked because it's a small, uninhabited island with little water and resources. It's now 1819. Thomas Jefferson founds the University of Virginia. Alabama became the 22nd state. German astronomer Johann Trallis discovered the comet Trallis. Burlington Arcade opens in London. Notable people Walt Whitman and Herman Melville were born. Kamehameha has ruled the Hawaiian Kingdom for nine years and is dying on the Big Island of Hawaii. Hawaiians believed someone's mana or power could be gained by getting a piece of them or their bones. As Kamehameha was dying, he called an emergency meeting with his top advisors. The advisors took their time making themselves presentable, but two showed up as they were when they received Kamehameha's message. 
Kamehameha recognized his men's loyalty and tasked them with the honor of hiding his remains. The men honored Kamehameha's wish, and the location of his remains is Hawaii's greatest unsolved mystery. Today, you can see the Naha Stone in front of Hilo's public library on the Big Island. This is near its original resting place, and Kamehameha's name is seen throughout the state. Kamehameha Highway is Oahu's main road. I attended the private Hawaiians-only school, Kamehameha Schools, whose team name is the Warriors. Not to be confused with the Sea Warriors of Hawaii Pacific University, where I also attended, or the University of Hawaii's Rainbow Warriors. Rainbow, in UH's case, is the location of UH Manoa, which is known to rain and has rainbows. Kamehameha was referenced in South Park. He was also a civilization leader in the video game Civilization V. But many know the word Kamehameha from the anime series Dragon Ball. Kamehameha was the name of Goku's main energy move until Goku became stronger in Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball GT. The story behind Kamehameha and Dragon Ball is the Dragon Ball creators were vacationing in Hawaii and learned about Kamehameha. They thought it was a cool name and decided to use it. It's fitting because the beginning of Kamehameha is Kame. Kame is Japanese for turtle. So Goku trained under the turtle elder Kame Senin and learned the Kamehameha. I prefer the Japanese version of Dragon Ball. Nihongo ga wakarimasu. In closing, consider this. If the legend of Kamehameha's birth is true, he was born and died during the year of a comet. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a rating, write a review, and share Legends from the Pacific with your friends and family. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'd really appreciate it. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, aka DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is He Manao Aloha by Robert Casimero from the Casimero Brothers, courtesy of High Sessions. Your featured Hawaiian word is imua. Imua means go forward with courage and strength. An English word slightly similar to imua would be yelling charge. An example of imua is Kamehameha School's motto, imua kamehameha. Once again, imua means go forward with strength and courage. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and ahui ho.